Section 8 of The Obscure Night of the Soul by St. John of the Cross. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Of the Imperfections of Envy and Spiritual Sloth Beginners are not free from many imperfections in the matter of envy and spiritual sloth. Many of them are wont to experience emotions of displeasure at the contemplation of other men's goodness. They are sensibly afflicted when others outstrip them on the spiritual road. They cannot endure to hear them praised. They are vexed with other men's virtues, and are sometimes unable to restrain themselves from contradiction when they are commended. They depreciate them as much as they can, and feel acutely because they are not thought so well of themselves, for they wish to be preferred above all others. All this is at variance with that charity of which the Apostle says, It rejoiceth with the truth. If charity admits of envy at all, it is a holy envy that makes us grieve that we have not the virtues that others have, but still rejoicing that they have them, and glad that others outstrip us in the race that they may serve God, we being so full of imperfection ourselves. As to spiritual sloth, Beginners are wont to find their most spiritual occupations irksome, and they avoid them, therefore, as repugnant to their desire for sensible sweetness. For being addicted to it in spiritual things, they loathe them when this sweetness fails. If they miss but once their accustomed sweetness in prayer, it is expedient that God should deprive them of it at last, they will not resume it. At other times they omit it and return to it with a bad grace. Thus, under the influence of spiritual sloth, they turn aside from the way of perfection, which is the denial of their will and pleasure for God, preferring to it the gratification of their own will, which they serve herein rather than the will of God. Many of these will have it that God should will what they will, and are afflicted when they must will what He wills, and reluctantly submit their own to His will. The result is that they frequently imagine that what is not according to their will is also not according to the will of God, and, on the other hand, that what pleases them is also pleasing unto God. They measure Him by themselves, and not themselves by Him, in direct contradiction to the teaching of the gospel. He that shall lose his life for my sake shall find it. That is, he who shall give up his own will for God shall have it, and he who will have it, he shall have it never. They also find it wearisome to obey when they are commanded to do what they like not, and because they walk in the way of consolation and spiritual sweetness, they are too weak for the rough trials of perfection. They are like persons delicately nurtured, who avoid with heavy hearts all that is hard and rugged, and are offended at the cross wherein the joys of the Spirit consist. The more spiritual the work they have to do, the more irksome do they feel it to be. And because they will walk at their ease, gratifying their will along the spiritual road, to enter on the straight way that leadeth unto life is repugnant to their feelings and produces heaviness of heart. Let this account of the many imperfections under which they labor, who are in the first state of beginners, suffice to show them how necessary it is for them that God should bring them to the state of proficience, which he effects when he leads them into the obscure night. 
in that night he weans them from the breasts of sweetness in pure aridities and interior darkness cleanses them from all these imperfections and childish ways and by a way most difficult from their own makes them grow in virtue after all our exertions to mortify ourselves in our actions and passions our success will not be perfect or even great until god himself shall do it for us in the purgation of the obscure night may god be pleased to give me his light that i may speak profitably of this for i have great need of it while treating of a night so obscure and a subject so difficult end of section eight